Hello, hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business strategist and coach. Today, I'm going to be talking about a really exciting topic and one that I get asked about quite a lot, and that is how to run a professional performance company within your studio and how to do it successfully. Now, I've seen studio owners dabble in this, but not really get anywhere with it, you know. Uh, in this episode, I'm actually going to walk you through how you can implement this into your space. So if you've ever, you know, created content shows, workshops, interactive experiences, you've thought about all these really amazing, cool ideas, but um, you've just never done it or you've tried to do it and it didn't come off, then this episode's for you. Uh, I'm going to walk you through the three company uh, structures to consider when you're setting up your professional performance company in-house. I'm going to talk about the revenue streams available to you and also the work available to you uh, if you do want to start doing this. I'm going to talk about how this can help increase your student retention, you know, child employment rules and regulations and how you can actually accelerate your success and get started today. How does that sound? Does that sound like a good plan? <laughs> it's not rocket science, guys, once you know how. And I truly believe that every studio should be creating these opportunities for their students and leveraging from the artists and the talent that you've, you know, that you've created and cultivated in your space and putting it out into the world professionally. Yeah, let's do this. Let's jump on in to today's episode. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lancuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to talk about how you can create a professional performance company within your very own studio. It's totally possible. It's totally possible. Um, I've done it. And, you know, just about a month or so ago, I toured an original show that I um, produced. It was, um, we made actually over $28,000 in ticket sales, but after we paid the booking agent, I'm going to talk about how that works in this episode. Uh, we walked away with $26,000 worth of ticket sales for the event. Um, and that's just one example there's so many examples from interactive workshops, little um, promotional installations you can do. You know, you might do pantomimes, live shows at your local festival, whatever. I'm going to talk you through all of it today. But before we jump right in, I just want to let you know that the Doors to Talent Manager Bootcamp, my course, 
are opening again on June 7th, 2022 for a very limited time only. Now, I am so excited about this because this is the only course designed to take the studio owner to becoming the talent manager. So that means that you're able to represent your students in film, television, commercial, theater, and more. And it's such a great course if you're looking to really learn how to do an overall picture of this. So in the course, we cover how to create a professional performance company, but we also talk about, you know, television, film, theater. I give you all of the tools that you need to actually make this a reality and have your own in-house talent management service. Okay, Um, so I can step you through that. The course is called Talent Manager Bootcamp and the results I'm seeing from my graduates is that they're, you know, increasing their student retention, they're increasing their revenue and the money in the door, which is amazing, and they're also increasing their industry credibility, okay? But anyway, look, if you want to check it out, um, doors are opening or maybe when you're listening to this, they're already open or maybe you've missed the deadline. Doesn't matter. The link is the same, whether you're jumping on the wait list or whether you're wanting to jump on in and learn more to enroll um, when it's active and available, head to josephinelanecuba.com forward slash TMB and I'll put that link in the show notes for you today. All right, let's talk about today's topic. Let's go. Okay, so as promised today, we're going to rock on in into how to create your own professional performance company. Now, just so you know, I also have a link in the show notes so that you can grab the um, slides to my presentation on this. They're free, totally free for you to download. And I've also um, got a webinar that I actually recorded and I'll give you that in the show note link as well. So you can actually not only... Um, listen to today's episode, but you can get even more detailed information um, when you check out the link in the show notes to get the free slides um, from my webinar presentation that I did just a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, And also watch the video if you want to see me presenting live to you. If you need that sort of more interactive space, um, then I'm here for it. Now, look, I am in love with this topic because, you know, not many people do it. And isn't that funny because we are in the perfect position to operate a professional performance company. We've got the students, we've got the talent, we've got the people that are keen to do it. We've got the commitment, the loyalty, all of the things that you need, all of those secret sources that make an amazing meal (laughs) are right in front of you. Um, And, you know, it doesn't have to take that much extra time either because, chances are you've already created the work. You just need to package it. Okay. So first things first, before we jump in, look, honestly, you are totally in the right place right now. If you're a studio owner or a performing arts teacher that is looking to grow your business, or if you love the idea of booking others work on stage in touring productions for appearances, character work, or any other professional performance opportunities. And, you know, if you want to increase your revenue, make more money for you and your family, or if you want to enroll more students and keep them for longer, then a performance company will do that for you as well. And you are totally in the right place. If you want to facilitate the dreams of your students and deliver excellence, or if you want to implement new student retention strategies in your studio, yeah? 
I know for me, I wanted to move away from being a stepping stone and I truly wanted to level up my business. I was so tired of doing the same old thing um, in my business and I was and I was getting bored with myself. <laughs> I was getting bored and I wanted to do something that would create a buzz in my space. And this absolutely has done that. Um, you know, especially having an agency in-house. I mean, just yesterday I submitted probably a good 15 students for an ABC series role. And that's exciting. You know, that was exciting. And and the parents were excited. The kids were excited. And it just, it creates a buzz. Um, But we're not talking about film and television today. We are talking about a performance company. And so I want to step through that. But first things first, and I say this over and over, especially when you're moving into a, a different space within your business, Um, like representing artists or packaging the work and the content you've created into something saleable to the market, like a show or a workshop or an interactive experience, number one, you need to back yourself, right? If you don't back yourself, no one else will. And this is why I talk about my why list. And it's as simple as this, and I urge you to do this as an exercise, just write down all the reasons why you want to have an an in-house performance company. Like what would be the benefits for you? Why do you want to do it? You know, I talked about it before. I brought up some different points. For me, it was about reinvigorating my business after COVID and creating exciting opportunities for my students. Um, It was also about bringing in extra money into my business, you know, and just having the freedom, financial freedom around um, having that revenue in the bank, you know, but there are a variety of reasons and there's no right or wrong. Uh, Yeah. Get there, write your why list and figure out what it is that you, that you want from this. And then every time you're feeling a little unsure, I urge you to read that list and just remind yourself because you know, you need to back yourself when you're going into something new that feels like new territory and there's a a level of uncertainty around it. There is no doubt that having an in-house performance company has accelerated the growth of my business. There's no doubt. It's just the way it is. And I truly believe that if you implement it too, you can increase your studio revenue, your student retention and your industry credibility. And industry credibility counts. It changes the way people treat you. It changes the way your clients pay you, speak to you. When they know that they're, especially like if they're a parent or whatever, if their child is getting opportunities um, through you that are professional, paid work and performance opportunities, believe me, the tone of how you're treated in your space is going to shift and the industry is further than your studio walls. I mean, you know, and there's no right or wrong. If one of your why lists is that you, one of the items on your why list is you want to walk down the red carpet, you know, with your students in hand and and be that, that go-to studio, then that's cool. Like go for it. There's no dream too big or too small, you know, Now, the three structures, okay, and I'm just working through my notes here because I don't want to miss a beat for you guys. Now, I promised you at the beginning of this that I would go through the three company structures to consider. And look, there are key ways to set up your in-house company. So firstly, you need to set up your guidelines from the start so that you can inform your artists and pay them accordingly, okay? It's also good to have some sort of 
expectations so everyone understands what they're walking into. Now, firstly, um, there's what's called So there's three. So firstly, there's what's called semi-professional. Now, this is when some people are paid and others are volunteer. So for example, in a studio environment, it could be that your seniors are paid and your juniors are the volunteers, or it could be that your leads are paid. So the lead role characters are paid and the volunteers are not. Semi-professional productions exist. I know a couple of years back um, there was a production on at um, Parramatta Riverside. It was a semi-professional production of Hairspray. And um, John English, who has since passed, so, you know, rest his soul, of course, he was one of the characters um, in Hairspray along with a couple of others that were paid leads. But everybody else in that production were volunteers. And that's, that's doable. That's possible. Okay. So that is a semi-professional setup. The next is professional. This is when a hundred percent of your cast is paid. Okay. Now this is all down to budget. Now I just, like I mentioned in my intro, I think I mentioned it, that I did, a, I toured an original musical theater production, um, which, you know, was only five cast members. And so, you know, that was fully professional because we only had five cast members. So that makes sense, right? Um, and I guess the whole thing with that was, you know, if I had had 30 people in that production, we couldn't afford to do it. We wouldn't have made enough money. It would have not been viable. So it really depends on the size of the production. It could also be a workshop. So it could be that you're packaging workshops and sending out your seniors or your adult, like you might have an adult studio. You're sending people out as paid facilitators for interactive events like a workshop or, a, you know, a short show at a school or whatever, you know, and, and it might only be a two-player thing or a one-person gig. It might be character work, right? But professional is where everyone gets paid. So you can only really guarantee that if you know that you're budgeting accordingly. So make sure that you're clear on that as well. And then we have what we call profit share. So first is semi-professional, then we've got second professional, and then third, we have profit share. So profit share is as described, you might make a thousand dollars and I'm just pulling a number out of the hat. You might make $1,000 and you might say 50% goes to the house, which is you. So you get $500 and then the remaining 50% is split amongst the cast of profits. 50% of profit is split amongst the cast. Or you might just say a flat amount. So you might say, okay, our agreement is that every cast member will receive 2% of profits, 5% of profits, 20% of profits, 1% of profits, whatever, whatever it is. And that's a profit share arrangement. Okay. Do your numbers. Okay. Do your numbers. Obviously, if you have more than, you can't give 20% if to everybody if you have 10 casts, because that doesn't add up, people. So, you know, know your numbers and make sure that you're leaving space for your own self. Okay. Um, so, that's a, that they are the three structures to consider. So you've got semi-professional number one, professional number two, and profit share number three. 
Now, remember that you can evolve and change your mind on a project by project basis. So you absolutely want to have everything in writing, but you don't like you might have an overall agreement, which is a contract um, that everyone's, you know, entwined into. And then you might just have a project contract. So I actually just did a project contract for my last production um, because we toured the show to Melbourne from Sydney. Um, You know, they were getting different things like per diems, accommodation, yada, yada. So I just, and flights, whatever, in addition to their pay. So we just did it as a contract based on that particular event it wasn't, it wasn't an overall just you're in the company and these are the terms sort of thing. So you can do an overall contract if you're going to have the same structure throughout every production, or you might have some multi-levels within that contract. Whereas, you know, you might say, if you're doing a workshop, you get a flat rate. If you're doing this, you'll get this type of rate. If you're doing that type of production, you'll get that rate. Or you can just do it project by project basis. Up to you. Um, it's whatever works for you best and depending on your structure. Okay. Now, remember, it's totally fine to change your mind. So you might say, I'm going to do it project by project to start until I get into a groove of how I want to operate this in-house company. Okay. And that's cool. You can do that. Um, yeah. So just keep that in mind. Now, remember, guys, I do actually have um, this is all presented in a webinar that you can see me present live. And obviously it'll be a little bit different. I'll, I will have, I'll explain things a lot, you know, further in the webinar presentation, cause it's a one hour thing. Um, and yeah, I'll give you that link in the show notes as well. Okay. So professional company revenue streams. Okay. So guys, if you want to make some extra money, there's different ways that you can do it with a professional company. Um, and listen, you do deserve to be paid. Now we're not talking about being in an Estedford or working for free at the Easter show or doing like promotional free stuff at the local shopping center because you want to promote your brand for enrollment season and whatnot. So that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about paid gigs here. So professional is paid, not just performance, okay? And you do deserve to be paid. So you may be paid in commissions or negotiated fees. Both are totally acceptable. Um, The ways in which I've made money through a professional company are these following ways. And sorry, you'll have to excuse my voice. I'm just recovering from being a little bit sick and my son's homesick for two days as well. It's just one of those things um, at the moment. So I hope my voice is holding up for you. (laughs) Okay. So number one revenue stream is produce live shows with an appearance optional. So producing live shows, you know what that means. You could put a, a, a dance sequence together with a theme. You could put together a pantomime. You might already have that, a musical theater production, an original production, a play, whatever. Um, you know, it could be a seasonal thing, could just be a Christmas carol production, whatever, right? Easter show, an Easter show um, production and, you know, the Easter Bunny live on stage. 
And then you've got the dancers doing all the Easter dances and the singing and all the things. And then all of a sudden you have an Easter bunny appearance at the end or meet the cast. So when we did our Melbourne tour last month with Time Machine, um, we did a meet and greet afterwards. So we did a one hour show with a 30 minute meet and greet where people would come up and get photos with the cast and meet them. Okay. Um, so appearance is optional depending on the setting, depending on the venue, depending on what you're doing. It might be only a 30 minute shopping center gig. It could be a one hour theater gig, whatever. Um, and then you can tag on a live appearance or meet and greet or signing or poster giveaway or whatever you want to do at the end of the show. So that's number one, produce live shows. Number two, interactive workshop with show optional. So you can package this and this works really well in the vacation care space or that sort of thing, school holidays, clubs, anywhere that books, um, entertainment for kids are going to be totally into workshops. Now, when I say interactive, that means because you're getting the kids to actually interact with you. So it could be a hip hop dance workshop. It could be whatever. Um, and plus show optional. So let's say your workshop is one hour or 45 minutes or something like that. You might tag on a 15 to 30 minute show. So you, or 20 minute show, a 10 minute show. So you might start with a live performance to inspire your audience and then they get up and they interact. So it could be hip hop. Um, you might do a 10 minute cool hip hop break dancing, you know, whatever, or it could be musical theater or whatever. This could be singing workshop and they get up and you have performances from your, your professional or professional nuls, depending how many people are in the workshop presenting, where they present something, it inspires your audience, they are feeling the love and then you get up and you say, right, everyone stand up. Now we're going to teach you what we know and how we do it, right? So um, so that that's a cool way. It could just be a workshop. You don't have to tag a show. I just think sometimes a little mini performance with a workshop really gets gets the people going. So that's interactive workshop. Number three, character work and mascot suits. So, you know, Easter Bunny and Chaperone down at the local shopping centre. Um, whatever, mascots, there's heaps of stuff you can do for that. Um, and that t- typically works really well with characters and seasonal characters. Uh, number four, promotional installations. So you don't have to limit yourself to the performing arts. You can expand beyond that. You might do a craft installation. You might do a, you know, I don't know, uh, make Christmas trees craft at the local shopping center and, and hire your senior students as promo staff that actually deliver the installations. Okay. Um, and then you've got number five, digital content. So this is like, you know, music videos, YouTube channel stuff. Um, you may package yourself as a music video expert and approach, uh, independent artists and small record label companies or large ones and say, we have these amazing dancers. Look at what they do. Here's a little film, um, example, like, you know, put together a little show reel or something or a snippet highlight showing your dancers or whatever it is that you're presenting. And then say, okay, cool, let's put together um, these packages and send them out and say, you can hire our dancers for your stuff, (laughs) okay? And then finally, corporate entertainment. So corporate entertainment can be anything. It might be showgirls. It could be Brazilian dancers. It could be, you know, whatever. 
Um, it could be a workshop. It could be a team building workshop experience for corporate environments. It could be anything. It could be just a show for their Christmas party. You know, a, a 30 minute dinner time show, lunch show, whatever. So those are those options there and that's retention. So produce live shows plus appearance optional. Number two, interactive workshop plus show optional. Three, character work and mascot suits. Four, promotional installations. Five, digital content. And six, corporate entertainment. Now, honestly, the biggest thing that has contributed to my 93% retention rate from last year to this year has been celebrating the wins. So student retention is a really big thing. And when you start doing cool stuff, you got to share it. So share it amongst your community. You know, just merely opening up a professional company will create a buzz within your studio. And look, people love a buzz, right? <laughs> they do. It really can help you become the go-to studio. Um, so I would absolutely urge you to do it. Okay. And look, when you provide great opportunities for others, they want what you have to give and sell. So they're going to like be totally invested in you guys because you're providing such great stuff for them and their community, which is a nice thing. Now, I promised I was going to tell you where you can find the work. Okay. But first, <laughs> um, I would love you to hear from a couple of studio owners that have just gone through my course, Talent Manager Bootcamp, I'd like to introduce you to Stephanie and Caitlin from Ignite Dance Co. and also Isabella from N2 Dance Productions. We've just finished the Talent Manager Bootcamp with Josephine Lane Cooper. We found it really informative, but also super easy to follow along and to fit into our busy studio lives. Our weekly meetings with Joe were also really helpful in consolidating what we had learnt in the weekly modules and Joe made it really, really clear um, and easy to see how much it would benefit us and our studio growth. After completing the course, we now feel ready to implement and are excited for what this will bring to us in our studio. Hi there, I just wanted to jump on and share my experience in the Talent Manager Bootcamp course that I've just completed with Josephine Lane Cooper. Um, I think Jo's such a great personality and she's managed to fit all of her information and knowledge into some very bite-sized manageable pieces during the course. Um, each of the modules I found really exciting and I could see how we could easily implement this in our studio. Um, and also we had our weekly meetings which really consolidated everything that we had learnt in the courses. Um, I would highly recommend the course for any studio owner looking to improve and expand their current offerings in their studio. Okay, welcome back to the show. Now, remember, if you're interested in representing your students uh, in, you know, TV, film, commercial, theatre, professional performance, company work, all that jazz. If you're interested in that and you really want to level up your studio, then Talent Manager Bootcamp is going to help you get there. It's a great course. It's lots of fun. It's bite-sized lessons as well. So it is designed for the busy studio owner and it gets you through the content that you need. It's an eight-week course. You actually get time with me. So I'm actually on the group calls live with you for eight weeks once a week. 
Um, and they're also recorded so you can watch them back. You know, it's all self-paced. You have 12 weeks access to the course as well. So, you know, you can get through those bite-sized modules. Um, there's only six modules with a couple of like a few lessons in between. There's a lot of amazing content there and that's going to fast track your way to becoming a talent manager. Anyway, guys, check it out. JosephineLeanCuba.com forward slash TMB. And that's in the show notes. I am launching this June 7th, 2022, and it's only open for eight days and that's it. I'm closing the doors and then it's not opening again for a few months. So if you're listening outside of that window, still head to the link and pop yourself on the wait list. It's the same link for the wait list as it is to enroll. It just goes live um, to when, when we're, when we're live basically, and then goes back to wait list. Um, when we're not. So head to that link and you can learn more about Talent Manager Bootcamp and how you can be all sorts of awesomeness for your students and for yourself, right? All right. So now we're going to talk about where to find the work as promised. Okay. Now there are three ways you can connect with others and find clients. Okay. There are three ways. And that is number one, do the legwork yourself and develop good relationships. Now, this is the bigger job. This is when you're actually out there, you know, knocking on virtual doors because it's email these days, isn't it? It's not like you're actually knocking on a door. Um, Knocking on doors and saying, hey, look at what I've got. Look at this package. This is what I'm selling. Check it out. You're, you know, you might contact all of the vacation care centers or whatever and say, I've got this amazing school holiday um, show experience. Check it out. You know, here, festivals, here's my entertainment packages. Here, independent music artists and record companies and whoever, wherever. You are doing the legwork, you're presenting your packages, you're selling what you have, you let people on the street know what you've got, okay? Number two, get a specialized booking agent to find the work for you. That's what I do sometimes. So if I've got a show and I know that someone is a specialist and it's a kid's show and they're a specialist in the children's entertainment space um, or booking, like a vacation care booking specialist, I just go to them And I say, I've got a show, take your 10%, your 15% or whatever you're going to take on the top. This is my price. They take their percentage, you get the rest and they sell it for you. So there's that. Okay. That's an option for you. Um, Booking agents can absolutely save you time and they do work. And then number three, your current network. Use your current network. If you are already amongst the people that like, for example, you might have an amazing dance community like or professional community that, and you just know where to get the work from, then go get it. Tell people that you know that are already in your network about what you're offering. And, hey, I noticed that you're um, doing a music video um, and you're, you're constantly producing new content. I'm, you know, I'm your friend. Totally love what you do. By the way, you can hire my, my dancers. Oh, you, you're best friends with the coordinator of the local um, festival. Oh, hey, you know, every Christmas, how you're always like booking artists for caroling and Christmas parades and character work. Oh, we do that now, by the way. Here are my packages. Is that cool? Can I send them across to you? You know, 
buddy of mine. <laughs> Don't be afraid to just tell the people that you know and love or in your, you know, your network or our colleagues, tell them what you're doing. It's better for them. They actually like that. They, they want their job to be easier too. If you've got something they want, awesome, do it. Um, so they're the three ways, yeah? So do the legwork yourself and develop good relationships. Number two, get a specialized booking agent to find the work for you. Or number three, your current network. Use it. Dun, 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 dun. Next, employing children. It's not that scary, believe me. Now, there is a difference between... Twi- blah, blah, blah. Start again. There is a difference between being a talent agent and someone else paying your student or artist versus you being the payer. So if you're actually a talent agent or manager and you're sending them off to be, I don't know, a Telstra commercial, Telstra or their payer will organize all of the payment for you and you will just receive payment on behalf of the artist and then funnel that off minus your commission or whatever. That's different. But if you are the payer, which a performance company you would be, if you're the payer, then you have to be responsible for having whatever license registration or requirement that you need to be the payer, right? You can't just employ, like, you know this, you employ people as a business. You can't just employ people, especially minors. You need to be able to um, do it legitimately. So in New South Wales, there's an organization called Children's Guardian. Now, that is different in every state or territory or country. But in New South Wales, it's Children's Guardian. And what you need to do is find out who governs children's employment within your state or territory. What I do know is, is that Children's Guardian actually can provide you with the different organizations um, in each state of who you need to talk to. So if you're in Queensland and you have no idea and you can't Google or find it, then you can contact Children's Guardian New South Wales and they can send you to the link where you can actually find all of that information um, for your state. But the key here is that you must find out who governs children's employment within your state or territory. You need to know the rules for your state and territory and abide by them. So you can't just like, for example, if children under nine years old can only be on set uh, on site for no more than four hours without a break or whatever, you have to abide by that. You can't just employ them and say, you're here for 12 hours and all I'm going to give you is a lollipop. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. You need to know the rules for your state and territory and abide by them. It's not rocket science again. You know, there's criteria. Your locally governed um, children's guardian or, com- or, or whoever they are, they know the rules. They have it listed. It's super easy to read and follow. You just do it. Okay, cool. They're not allowed on site for more than four hours without a break. Okay, we'll just make sure that we don't book them for more than four hours without a break. Okay, we'll just do it. It's not hard. You just need to know what it is. And then you need to obtain all required registrations and licenses. Not every state or territory requires it. In New South Wales, you have to have an authority certificate. Super easy. You go onto the website of Children's Guardian, you type in the authority certificate, you purchase it. You have to just fill in like what days the children are employed for, blah, blah, blah. You can actually get annual coverage if you're constantly doing events like on, like, ongoing and I think in New South Wales it can cost over a couple of grand but if you're just doing once-off events it can be a couple of hundred bucks 
you need to factor that into your cost if you're employing minors. Now, remember, employing minors isn't just about um, money. So it may be a trade for materials. So look that up. But the the definition of employment um, for minors is not just the trade for money, but also trade for materials. So you might say, I will give you, in lieu of this performance, um, I don't know, private lessons for the rest of the year, like whatever. But just make sure you know the rules is all I'm saying, okay? Don't dodgy that. That's where, this is where studio owners get a little dodgy. I've seen it. I've seen people do music videos and like employ kids, employ, and I'm doing little inverted commas with my fingers here. Sarcasm. Yes. Um, They employ children and I've heard this, they've kept them there for like 10 hours and literally gave them a lollipop. That is not a word of a lie. That is something I've heard about. And it's gross. That's gross. Treat people kindly. Just because they're a minor doesn't mean you shouldn't treat them with respect. Have a snack table. Give them a break. If they're being paid in, you know, what are you paying them in? You know, even volunteers on set, if you're doing something and you've got some volunteers, like, treat them well okay have water bottles available or a water dispenser and you know cups and have stuff (laughs) like just treat them well okay they deserve to be treated well oh can you tell i'm an advocate for artists i'm totally into it okay now that all sounds great right (laughs) that all sounds great except Now you're thinking, how the heck do I do that? How the heck do I do that? Well, I'll tell you the easy way. The easy way is to do it with me through Talent Manager Bootcamp. That's the easy way, okay? Um, And again, that's josephinelancuba.com forward slash TMB. That's the easy way. I can teach you exactly how to do it. I can walk you through step-by-step on how to set up your own professional company, your own in-house talent management service. It is not rocket science, as I've said before. It's really easy once you know how. That's the easy way. If you want to go and do it yourself, yes, go and do that. I'm so all for it. Um, But I will say that, you know, just make sure that you're doing everything in line with guidelines and that you're doing it with, you know, good intentions. Because whenever we employ people, um, especially, you know, in the arts, we want to make sure that they are being, you know, really well looked after. Okay. Now, like I said, this today was in fact a webinar that I presented just a couple of weeks ago. And there in that webinar, I um, not only presented this topic probably a bit more thoroughly and, and you know, um, also answered questions from the audience and all that jazz, but I also provide you with downloadable webinar slides which have all of these key points, so the key revenue stream. So if you're note-taking, um, this is a better way <laughs> to get the notes from this um, so that you can actually have a more cohesive um, structure around, you know, when you go to implement, you'll have all of the key points that I've talked about in relation to children's employment, revenue streams, um, the company structures, all that stuff. It's all in the webinar slides. Um, I'd give you the link in 
you know, in speaking terms, but it's a little bit, it's just not, it's a bit of a, a clunky link. So I'm actually going to do it um, just in the show notes below and it'll be really clear there, you know, grab the free webinar replay and slides on this topic dash. Here's the link. So I'll put that in the show notes for you. Anyway, I'm launching soon. Talent Manager Bootcamp. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to welcome new studio owners in. It's so much fun, this course. And I just love, you know, the community. And I love, you know, seeing uh, these studio owners really just evolve and grow and change their way of thinking and just step outside of the box of what of what studio owners are doing right now because you actually have the talent waiting there waiting to be served at your highest level they are keen as mustard you don't have to recruit artists you don't need to find the talent you're not auditioning for talent you've got them they're there they're just waiting for you to provide the opportunities so who better to do this than you? You've really got this, you know, so just back yourself. Um, I'm into it and I hope you are too. <sighs> what an episode, hey? What an episode, lots of information. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you soon. Um, yeah, I hope to see you soon in Talent Manager Bootcamp or wherever on socials. You can always DM me. Um, on Instagram, Josephine Lane Cuba. Yeah. Let's, let's start conversations. Let's do that. Cause I'm, I'm here for it. All right. Have an amazing day. If you enjoyed listening, I would like to hear more. Be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends to work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts, and business, head to my website, josephinelanecuba.com. And you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World. And you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.